Welcome back to the Montgomery Companies Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery, and I'm glad that you're here. I don't know where today finds you. Maybe you're just starting your day. Maybe you're ending your day. Maybe it's the weekend and you're trying to fill time or get ahead, but I'm glad that you're choosing to spend some of your valuable time with me. Today, we've got a solo episode. It's just you and I hanging out, and my aim is to add as much value as I possibly can. Our aim at Montgomery Companies is to help leaders go farther, faster. And today, we're talking about the topic of boldness. What is boldness? It's a willingness to take risks and act innovatively. When it comes to personal development, your boldness is incredibly important. It's not as important as your character. It's not as important as your integrity. But it's supremely important when it comes to driving results, getting stuff done, and ultimately playing to your potential and being the person you were created to be. I want to share a couple quotes on the topic of boldness. The first is from Mike Iaconelli. He says this, boldness isn't something you're born with. You either choose it or you don't. Ed Milet said, weird and unrealistic people lead and change the world. Your boldness is the great separator. And Steve Maraboli says, sometimes the issue isn't that your problems are so big, it's that you see yourself so small. Here's what I've learned in coaching thousands of top performers in multiple industries across the country. Boldness trumps almost everything. When it comes to getting results, when it comes to performance, when it comes to growing your brand, Your boldness trumps almost everything. It doesn't trump your character. It doesn't trump your integrity. But look, you could have subpar language. You could have subpar systems. If you're courageous, if you're bold, if you're taking great steps of faith, if you're working hard to make things happen, you're probably going to arrive at a destination that's positive and you'll work on all of that other stuff along the way. Here's a mistake that I've made in helping others grow in their boldness. Oftentimes, over my past, I've treated boldness like a subject matter of on and off. What do I mean by that? Well, I've told people, just go be bold. Just go show more courage. Be courageous today or be courageous this week as if someone can turn courage on and then simply turn it back off. As if they could turn boldness on and turn it back off. The reality is boldness is something that has to be worked at each and every day. It requires commitment. It requires intentionality. It requires daily practice. What you do daily establishes who you become permanently. Today, we're going to talk about four steps to growing in your boldness. Number one, we're going to address our fears. You're going to address your fears consistently, regularly. I'm going to address my fears consistently, regularly if I want to grow in my boldness. Research done at UCLA and published in Psychology Today found that putting your feelings into words can help curb negative responses to fear. Here's what I want you to catch. Voicing your fear does not make you weak. It makes you brave. Voicing your fear doesn't make you weak. It makes you brave. So if there's an insecurity, if there's a doubt, if there's a fear getting in your way, our priority in growing in boldness is to call it out, to say, hey, this thing is getting in my way. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to call it out. I'm going to name it. I'm going to talk about it with a mentor, with a colleague, with a friend. 
I'm going to address it. I'm going to acknowledge it and say, hey, I know this thing is there and I'm going to get beyond it. When I was young, uh, I would mow the lawn. It was one of my household chores. And I took it seriously because my dad took it seriously. Although there's one thing that I missed in mowing the lawn. My dad was very particular about me addressing the dandelions or the thistles. And so as I was mowing, I was supposed to stop the mower when I came upon a thistle or a dandelion. I was taught to get off the mower and pull up that weed. So I was supposed to address the weed, get rid of it, and then get back on the mower and continue mowing the lawn. Well, because I was 13 years old and I was more interested in hanging out with my friends, I would simply mow over the weed. And because I didn't address it, because I mowed over it, guess what? It came back. Sometimes we do that with our fears. We do that with our doubts and insecurities. We don't address them. We don't really deal with them. We don't pray over them. We don't talk about them. And they continue to come back. They continue to get in our way. We cannot fix what we're unwilling to acknowledge. You cannot fix. I cannot fix what I'm unwilling to acknowledge. So if we're going to grow in our boldness, number one is we need to address our fears consistently, intentionally, with people, with ourselves. Let's make it a priority to name it, call it out, pray about it, and move beyond it. Number two, if we're going to grow in our boldness, we're going to build small courage muscle. We're going to build small courage muscle. How do we do that? We're going to take emotional risk every day. We're going to take emotional risk every day. It's been said the emotional risk that you take determines the opportunity you create. I'm going to take emotional risk. I'm going to put myself in a situation that makes me anxious, that makes me uncomfortable, that is abnormal. Um, I want to make sure that I've got sweaty palms. Uh, Maybe the hair on my neck is standing up just a bit. I don't feel totally normal. I know that I'm moving outside my comfort zone and it's good for me, not just because of what happens on the other side of that emotional risk, but because I'm building small courage muscle that I will need for a bigger opportunity down the road. I want to share just a quick story. I had an experience uh, with small courage muscle recently. I'm driving down the road and I've got to follow up with a top thought leader that was uh, recently on our podcast. And he said, hey, Jordan, I'm happy to do whatever I can do to help you. Um, Why don't you circle back with me and ask for anything? Like whatever you need, you ask for anything. He said anything. But in my fear and in my insecurity, I didn't really know what I could ask for. And we all know that moment uh, where somebody says that to you and then you've got like a window, right? Where you can do something about it. And eventually that window starts to fade. And if you reach out after too long, it just becomes maybe sort of awkward or weird. So I could tell that window was fading. It had been a while since I'd reached out or talked to this guy, but I'm driving down the road. I'm heading to another speaking engagement. It's late at night. The fear was in my way. It's too late. I don't know him well enough. I'm not sure if he really meant it when he said, ask for anything. But in a moment, I sent a voice text. Hey, thinking of you driving down the road, would love to connect, to collaborate. Maybe there's something that we could do together. Maybe there's an event in our future that we could sort of co-create and work on. And uh, I hit cancel. Like a teenage boy, my fear got the best of me. I hit cancel afraid. I did it again. I hit cancel. I did it again. I hit cancel. 
I'm a 35-year-old grown man driving down the road, voice texting the same message three times only to hit cancel the fourth time. I sent the message. This time I hit send. On the other side of that message, the next morning, this guy calls me, hey, Jordan, I want to come to Iowa. Let's do an event together. Let's blow it out. Let's impact as many people as we possibly can. I want to invest in you. I want to pour into you. I've been waiting for you to reach out to me. We've grown an awesome friendship. It's been worth every second of my anxious feeling. What's the point of that story? The point is it wasn't my great courage in a moment. It wasn't that I just turned my courage on. It's that I had built small courage muscle over 15 years of being in sales and leadership. And it just so happened that that small courage muscle showed up and carried me through when the bigger opportunity presented itself. What are you going to do daily that scares you? How are you going to build small courage muscle in an attempt to grow in your boldness? Number three, you're going to acknowledge your strengths. Listen, we're more likely to operate in our giftedness if we're acutely aware of our giftedness. We're more likely to operate in our giftedness if we're acutely aware of our giftedness. What do we need? We need reminders. We need to be reaffirmed. We need to be encouraged. We need to encourage ourselves. We need to remind ourselves of our own gifts, of our own strengths. And we need other people to do that for us. Have people reveal this to you. Get feedback not just on your blind spots, but in the areas in which you're strong. You might ask somebody, hey, could you reveal to me some of the things that I do well? In addition to talking about my blind spots and giving me some constructive feedback, I also need to be reminded of what I do well. Write down a list of your competencies. Make a list. Maybe you're a curious listener. You've got a curious spirit. Maybe your sense of humor is a unique gift of yours. Maybe you're intuitive You can read things that other people don't read. Or maybe you're a really gifted communicator. Maybe you've got energy and drive that other people don't have, but there's a quality that you have. There's multiple qualities that you have that make you uniquely who you are. And you need to be reminded of your giftedness so that you can operate inside of it more consistently. John Maxwell said this, people will go farther than they think they can when someone else thinks they can. Let's acknowledge our own strengths. Let's do that for others. Make sure you have someone doing that for you. If you're going to grow in your boldness, you want to acknowledge your strengths. Number four, we're going to fail forward. If we're going to grow in our boldness, we have to fail forward. We have to have the right relationship with failure. People say stuff like this. Adversity builds character. I don't believe that to be true. I believe adversity builds character if you allow it to. It's a choice to fail forward. It's a choice to get back up and say, I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to evaluate the lesson and I'm going to move forward. I want you to write this down. If you're at a place where you can take notes or maybe play this back at some point, if you're driving down the road, here's a quick mantra on failure. Fail fast, fail often, fail well. Fail fast. What am I going to do? I'm going to try things out. I'm going to test things out. I want to figure out what doesn't work quickly so I can move on with what does. Fail often. I want to fail on a regular basis. In fact, if I'm not failing on a regular basis, it probably means I'm not moving forward. 
I want to fail consistently. And then number three, fail well. I want to evaluate the loss. I want to review the game film. If I make a mistake, if I trip up, if I look silly, if I get rejected, I need to ask myself the question, what did I learn? What did I learn? If I was to do that over again, what would I do differently? If I was to try that again, what might I attempt the next time? And leaders, if you're leading teams, make failure a a regular part of the conversation. In a Monday morning meeting, hey, who failed last week? Who looked silly? Who got rejected? Uh, Who tripped up? Anybody want to share that? Like, Let's talk about that. Let's embrace that. Let's make that a part of our culture. We're in the business of failing forward. We got to remember, winners lose more than losers lose. Consider that. The people who've had the most amount of success, it's likely that they've been rejected more. They've taken more emotional risk. They've heard no more. They've looked silly more. Winners lose more than losers lose. So to grow in our boldness, what are we going to do? Number one, we're going to address our fears. Addressing your fear does not make you weak. It makes you brave. Name it. Call it out. Pray about it. Talk about it. You cannot fix what you're unwilling to acknowledge. Number two, you're going to build small courage muscles. The emotional risk that you take determines the opportunity you create. You're going to do something each day that scares you, that makes you uneasy, that makes you anxious. Maybe it's public speaking. Maybe it's getting feedback. Maybe it's asking for a certain type of sale if you're in the people business, but you're going to make a phone call. You're going to ask a question. You're going to get feedback. You're going to step into the arena and do something that makes you nervous daily because the small courage muscle will show up down the road when you need it for the bigger opportunity. Number three, you're going to acknowledge your strengths. You are more likely to operate in your giftedness if you're acutely aware of your giftedness. We all need to be reminded, reaffirmed, and encouraged. Do it for yourself, do it for others, and make sure someone is doing that for you. People will go farther than they think they can when someone else thinks they can. God bless John Maxwell for that reminder. And number four, if I'm going to grow in my boldness, I need to fail forward. I'm going to fail fast, fail often, and fail well. I need to keep the right relationship with failure, understanding that winners lose more than losers lose. And if I'm not failing on a regular basis, it probably means I'm not moving forward. Four steps to consistently and intentionally grow in your boldness, your willingness to take risk and act innovatively. Mike Iaconelli said it best, boldness is not something you're born with. You either choose it or you don't. And it is the great separator in business and so often in life. My hope for you today is that you would step out in boldness. Do something that scares you. Address your fears. Talk about that thing that's been getting in your way. Acknowledge your strengths and fail forward. Go forth today, build some courage muscle, and grow into the person you were created to be. Thanks for listening. It's been a joy to hang with you. I hope that you'll take today's message 
and run with it. Our aim is to help leaders go faster, farther. And you decided to invest your valuable time with us, and I'm most appreciative. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode or this podcast in general, if the Montgomery Company's podcast has been even a remote blessing to you, it would mean so much if you would share this episode, share the podcast with others, uh, subscribe to the podcast in an effort that we might move our mission of impact forward. I also want to say thanks to our producers, John Choate and James Roth of Storyline Multimedia. Thanks for all of the work that you do behind the scenes to make these episodes go. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, Hey, we care about you. Um, We're glad that you're here. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be well, be great, and have a wonderful day. Number three, you're going to acknowledge your strengths. You are more likely to operate in your giftedness if you're acutely aware of your giftedness. We all need to be reminded, reaffirmed, and encouraged. Do it for yourself, do it for others, and make sure someone is doing that for you. People will go farther than they think they can when someone else thinks they can. God bless John Maxwell for that reminder. And number four, if I'm going to grow in my boldness, I need to fail forward. I'm gonna fail fast, fail often, and fail well. I need to keep the right relationship with failure, understanding that winners lose more than losers lose. And if I'm not failing on a regular basis, it probably means I'm not moving forward. Four steps to consistently and intentionally grow in your boldness. Your willingness to take risk and act innovatively. Mike Iaconelli said it best, boldness is not something you're born with. You either choose it or you don't. And it is the great separator in business and so often in life. My hope for you today is that you would step out in boldness, do something that scares you, address your fears, talk about that thing that's been getting in your way, acknowledge your strengths, and fail forward. Go forth today, build some courage muscle, and grow into the person you were created to be. Thanks for listening. It's been a joy to hang with you. I hope that you'll take today's message and run with it. Our aim is to help leaders go faster, farther. And you decided to invest your valuable time with us, and I'm most appreciative. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode or this podcast in general, if the Montgomery Company's podcast has been even a remote blessing to you, it would mean so much if you would share this episode, share the podcast with others, uh, subscribe to the podcast in an effort that we might move our mission of impact forward. I also want to say thanks to our producers, John Choate and James Roth of Storyline Multimedia. Thanks for all of the work that you do behind the scenes to make these episodes go. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, Hey, we care about you. Um, We're glad that you're here. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be well, be great, and have a wonderful day.